Coming up, the week that changed media forever. Hello and welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode 68. So on this... Why are you wearing your badge? Well, well, that's a good question. I've just got back from the ANA's media conference in Ah. Florida. um, And we're going to spend a bit of time talking about that because Mark Pritchard, head of marketing, P&G, has changed the media supply chain forever. Wow, that's a bold statement. All coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Right, so let's dig straight in. Uh, so last week was the ANA's media conference. So it's their big kind of media conference of the year. We thought it was going to be big and it was huge. It was the best attended uh, of their media conferences ever, not least, I think, because Mark Pritchard, the chief brand officer uh, of P&G, was making uh, the keynote address, yeah. which was the second kind of iteration, if you like, of his uh, media transparency action plan that we'd, we'd reviewed on a previous episode. But before we delve into that, and that's what everybody wants to hear about, yeah. uh, let's get the boring bit out of the way. You were right. on a panel. I was on a thanks mate. I was, yeah, I, thanks. So, uh, I was, yeah, on the first day of the conference, yeah. um, I was delighted to be invited and get on this nifty little badge with the speaker bit, which doesn't, doesn't get you like, you know, free drinks or anything. Uh, to be invited to sit on a panel alongside marketers and, and agencies talking about media pitches. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of attention. Uh, we had about four or 500 people in the room there. It was, it was really busy, it was great. Um, but just talking about pitches, in somewhat the impact of a media transparency work yeah. and really how that had changed the pitch. But I think the most interesting part, which we've talked about on Media Snack and shared with you quite a lot, is this idea of media change and that the advertiser's brief to an agency is, has changed quite significantly. Uh, and the most interesting, we got lots of questions from the audience, the most interesting one actually was about how to evaluate agencies in pitches, mm. um, and which we talked about the framework of uh, you know, looking not just at the commercial part, yeah. but also looking at the capabilities of agencies and the cultural fit or the chemistry of agencies. And the weighting between all of these And how you weight them, yeah. And how important that is, because I mean, it sends an enormous message out to the agencies that are participating in the review yeah. as to how they will be expected to put their best foot forward. Right? Exactly. And that's what we're hopeful for. And that's yeah. what we're trying to push. You know, it's more than just a pricing exercise. You know. um, so there's lots of discussion about that. Very positive. Uh, but the big, the big draw, yeah. apart from obviously me on the panel, which uh, got, really got everybody to Orlando, sure but whilst did. they were there... Uh, Mark Pritchard thought that he'd have a go, you know. Um, follow you up. Yeah, follow up. So he got the keynote, um, which was amazing. So I'm joking aside, uh, you know, this was Mark's follow up to his um, like barnstorming, you know, speech that changed the world type uh, thing that he did at the IB uh, back in January. Uh, and it was electric, it was incredible. Everybody was, you know, anticipating you know, what he was going to say as follow-up. And, and what was it that made it so different to the, the, the delivery that he made at the IAB? Because the, it was still the same thing. Yeah, so, so um, I'm not sure if the speech itself has been yet made available. I'm, it was being videoed, so I guess it will be released by the ANA in due course. Um, so when you get to see it, what you'll see is Mark laid... He, he reiterated his action plan, so the kind of four stages plus the vote with your dollars plea at the end, which, you, which we'll link to the previous episode, uh, and you should just watch his first speech anyway, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen that. 
this was a continuation of that. So he did a little recap of those points. Um, and then what he did, which was a brilliant mechanic, was he created this thing called the head fake. Right. And the idea that is, these are the objections that you are going to get as marketers as you try to implement this action plan. And here's what we've heard mm. as P&G in response to some of the questions that we've been asking for the last year. And so he went through this uh, kind of call and response type mechanic. He'd say, head fake, you know, we cannot accept this one uh, you know, MRC single viewability standard response. And then he'd go on to detail what the response should be. Uh, the most interesting thing I think about the speech, which I said to you, was like the tone, yeah. the tone of his delivery. This was not, uh, this was not a, a, a standstill, impassioned kind of plea with crescendo and, and you know, soundbite. He paced the stage, spoke really quickly. Mm. There was an urgency and an impatience about the, what, his delivery. And it was more like a briefing. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It's, it was, you know, he said, look, I've given you the plan. And now here are the objections you're going to hear. And here's how you're going to deal with yeah. them. Uh, but that's brilliant because he had the audience, right? It's the ANA. Yeah. So he had the, the, the marketing community there and he was, he was laying out an action plan for them to follow him. Yeah. I mean, it's just brilliant. Yeah. So the first speech he'd kind of given the, and described those five areas, right at the beginning of this speech, he said, we're going to drill deeper and I'm going to tell you how. Mm. It was just, it was like a briefing. Um, so it was fascinating. It was, uh, you know... He's a, he's, a, you know, he's a great public speaker, very comfortable on the stage, did a really good Q&A afterwards. Um, but I think it's the tone of it that was so, so interesting. Real leadership. Yeah, real leadership. And it wasn't about, this wasn't about P&G. Yeah. This was all about call to action. So he, he spoke for about 22, 23 minutes. The last like 90 seconds at least, maybe the two minutes, was all about call to action. Mm. Just reiterating, the time is now. You know, it's not optional. You have a responsibility to act. Let's come together. Yeah. This is the moment. You know, we can do this. Like, we need collective action. It was all, it was an amazing, uh, amazing call to action. And what was the reaction from, A, from the audience, and B, subsequent to the, to the presentation, to the delivery, in the kind of the halls of the, yeah. the conference centre? Uh, well, it, I mean, it got everybody kind of buzzing uh, afterwards. The most interesting thing, actually, was the following morning at, the, at breakfast. So they gather all the delegates together for breakfast. Uh, every morning and, and some people do some presentations that are quite, quite interesting. During one of those presentations from Comscore, the host there just said to everybody casually in the room, um, Does any, do any of the marketers here, are you willing to kind of pledge now publicly your support for Mark Pritchard's action plan? I thought, oh God, you know, like nobody's going to... We take a brave marketer to say no. Yeah, I know, but you think, well, you're kind of compelled to say yes. Yeah. But, I mean, all hands went up. Yeah, I bet. Um, without hesitation. Uh, Bob Leodice, who's the CEO, as you know, of the, of the ANA and was, was kind of co-host with, with Mark, um, had said that the ANA, he, he would encourage ANA members to pledge their support, so quite formally, to, mm. to Mark's action plan. Um, and to be... You know, to be really clear, this is a this is an A and A action plan. The two yeah. things are absolutely linked together. Mm. Mark Pritchard is also the chair of the A and A, and he was there in that capacity as well. Uh, these things are very aligned. So, you know, great speech, really clear action plan, very strong call to action. I think huge support from the delegates certainly that, that uh, I spoke to. But is that it now? There. So he's done. He laid it out at the IAB. He's gone into greater detail and provided an action plan for marketeers yeah. to follow. 
of the A and A. Yeah. What's the What's the next in the in the series? Uh, he's got more speeches coming up across this year, so we expect him to kind of um, you know evolve this narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I imagine he's taking it out. We know that he's on the agenda for the four A's conference right. in right. in April, um, and planning other things in, for the rest of the year. So this is. You know, huge commitment as well for you know for Mark Pritchard, it's a busy man, uh, to be taking time out of his year to make these very important addresses, uh, and it sounds like this is going to be a consistent thing. Yeah. You know, and and it's going to be really interesting now. I think in the next month or so, just to see. I mean, I'm convinced that you're going to see, you know, significant support from other major advertisers kind of sign up. I mean, the other thing that the that the A and A did as well. My badge is getting in the way there. Uh, is they released? I think this is available for download on the ANA's website now. Uh, they released this amazing initiative called the CMO Masters Circle, which Mark, as uh, as, as chair, was very uh, supportive of. Uh, and it's, it says taking back, taking our industry back. Um, it's time for CMOs to lead the industry's growth again. Uh, and it's a twelve-point plan, some of which are very similar and clearly aligned with P&G's Media Transparency Action Plan. Uh, This is a great initiative. This is great leadership from a trade uh, trade organization. Um, But what it does, it it maintains momentum of the initiative. I mean, there's there's the danger that Mark stands up and, you know, know, delivers another rallying cry and everybody goes back to their offices and gets involved in their kind of, you know, daily working challenges. That is designed to keep momentum of yeah. this moving forward and, and corral the marketing community yeah. to continue to do more. Exactly, exactly. So it's a big kind of recruitment driver support. I mean, the other the notable things at ANA Media um, for me was um, George Ivy was there, who's the CEO of the MRC, the Media Ratings Council, mm. which obviously had got a huge amount of attention from Mark Pritchard um, in his speech, um, and so George was there. You know, explaining a bit more actually about what these standards mean and how they do them. It's a very complex mm. s- series of kind of audit and accreditation. It's not a simple, you know, stamping paperwork right. job. They, I mean, they really do thorough, mm. thorough auditing. So he was explaining that, um, and also uh, making it clear to people that whilst you know we were there was celebrate people were celebrating that Google and Facebook had said that they would make themselves available for accreditation. He wanted to set the record straight to mm. say they have not been accredited. Right. They are just in the process of, of going through this, and it will take some time. Yeah. So, um, you know, don't get too carried away. They have to still go through the vetting mm. process. It's a long, considered process. That was really good. And then the other me- really significant takeaway, I think, was um, I left with a real sense of marketers really taking control. I know that we've talked about that quite a lot, and it's on this agenda. Um, you know, uh, Belinda Smith from from Electronic Arts. You know, talking about how the, their company had taken programmatic in house. In fact, almost all media services kind of management yeah. in house. There was this just consistent theme of hugely empowered, super smart marketers sharing stories, mm. really energizing stories that were just courageous and confident. There's just this air of confidence and courage amongst the marketing community, which is great to see. Mm. Um, and it's very exciting because that's the change yeah. that's just sweeping, I think, going to sweep through the industry, perhaps in the US before everywhere else, but it's going to become infectious, I think. It was, it was great to see. Fantastic. Yeah. Great summer.
next up. Uh, it's part of our media change webinar series. Mm -hmm. We're going to be hosting a webinar next Wednesday yep. um, on the back of the publishing of our media thinking report yeah. that came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, which is really interesting. So we do, we do these quarterly reports. So you might have seen some of them in the past. Um, this one is looking at, we called it media thinking, because yeah. um, everything has to start with T. Uh, but really it's looking at the, the level of strategic thinking. Yeah and strategic capabilities that there is around media. We ask around 200 uh, advertisers from around the world. They represent about, I think it's 20 something billion dollars worth of uh, global media investment. So, so we think it's you know, proportionally kind of representative. Um, some really interesting findings. Yeah, I mean, I mean the first thing, and, and this is an obvious thing to say, um, almost all respondents thought that uh, well-considered, strategically driven uh, media will drive marketing performance, yeah, right? So to take in a strategic approach to media. Absolutely, yeah. right? The, the, the challenge that we found, or the biggest concern within the report, is that the industry is in deficit. Mm. So on both the advertiser and the agency side, yeah. uh, both believed that uh, the critical elements that go into delivering a strategic uh, vision and a strategic plan in media yeah. uh, actually fails to hit expectations. Yeah. So, you know, the, ed the agencies felt that the, the quality of the briefing, the setting of the KPIs, mm. the quality of the, the evaluation from the advertiser side was poor. Yeah. And the advertisers felt actually that the work that was coming out of the agencies from a thought leadership perspective, from an insight and strategic perspective, was actually equally poor. Yeah. So, I mean, we, as an industry, we've got an enormous amount to do in yeah. this area. Yeah. So the, so the findings the findings are really interesting um, because it just paints a picture of a slightly insipid agents, uh, kind of ecosystem, doesn't yeah. it? And, and, and that's a shame. Uh, it, that one of the things that we're going to talk about, and in the webinar we'll go deeper in each of these, uh, each, it's divided into five areas, um, and provide you some of the, the kind of insight. And what we're going to suggest is some of the reasons we think why some of these things exist. I think that's probably the most interesting thing. Um, the... For me, the thing that jumped out of this was where we asked whether advertisers generally saw media as a cost to be managed down or an investment in growth, and that's not good news. Um, you know, both advertisers and their agencies are much more inclined to suggest that advertisers still see media as a cost to be managed downwards, yeah. which is a shame. But I think that that's, I think that's a legacy. Yeah. I think that we are seeing an enormous amount of uh, reversal and, and yeah. uh, you know recognition that media needs to be seen as an investment for growth. Yeah. You know we talk about change. We've just talked about you know the massive momentum of change in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, when this is conducted again in in a year's time, eighteen months time, I think we'll see an enormous difference yeah. in in the results of that. Let's hope so. So join the webinar. So it's next Wednesday, fifteenth of March. Uh, it's at three p.m. UK, which is going to be eleven a.m. Eastern with the time change. Um, you can sign up with the links below uh, and register. But I think that's all from Media Snack this week. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.